You're listening to the Bible Nerd Podcast, a weekly show where we're exploring the world of the Bible, helping you fall more in love with Jesus, and building a thoughtful defense for the Christian worldview. I'm your host, Steve Schramm. Welcome to the show. Well, hello there. It is a pleasure to be back with you. I am coming to you today uh, with an experiment, okay? I'm being upfront with you. It's an experiment. I don't know if we're going to keep doing it. I have no idea. Um, but we will uh, see how it goes. I'll give you the background, and then we're going to jump right in. Okay, if you've been listening to the podcast here for a little while, you know that we've been on a bit of a hiatus. Um, uh, you know, I apologize. I try to be a person who's uh, pretty consistent, but I've got a lot of different things going on in life, and so I have to try to um, be uh um, a committed person in as many different areas um, as possible. And so some seasons of life are busier than others. So uh, I certainly appreciate your your forgiveness and my not showing up with you each and every week, as has been the pattern for the last few years. Um, and uh, so I thank you for your, your uh, patience in allowing me to adjust. Um, one of the things that I've been doing recently to kind of get back into the swing of things in terms of uh, publishing regularly for the ministry is I've just been taking 15 minutes every day and writing an email that also gets published up to the blog as a blog post. So if you're not on the email list, then you're missing out. So uh, go right now, if you're not yet, go to steveshram.com slash defend, steveshram.com slash defend. And that's going to give you um, a little introduction to our ministry, but it's going to do so um, in a way, uh, basically throughout a four-part uh, course that goes over a variety of subjects uh, relative to the kind of stuff that we cover here um, on the podcast and also on on my blog, the things that our, our ministry is interested in addressing. So I would uh, love for you to go check that out so that you get those daily emails and they're, you know, they're short. They aim to be kind of infotaining, right? So to give you some, some good information, but in an entertaining, uh, story-driven way. So I think you're really going to appreciate those. And that, that has worked um, over the past couple of weeks really, really well in terms of getting back into the, into the swing of things. And, um, the thing is, I know I just I just do. I have a lot of new podcast listeners coming in on a very regular basis, even though I haven't been um, publishing. And I'm super, super grateful for that. And I, I want something uh, for those folks, too. I mean, I want to be able to, to provide content over here as well. So my thought was, well, maybe I just take the same 15 minutes or so that I typically take to, uh, to actually write the email and, you know, just throw up a quick outline and actually go ahead and do a little podcast episode for that day um, instead. Now, I have no idea if that's going to work um and if it's if it's going to fit if it's going to be more work than i have time for at the moment um it's yeah um i, I don't know but hey uh, here i am so we're going to try it so what i want to talk about today is basically what i would be talking about if i were emailing it to you today um and it would be the same kind of thing that we would be talking about uh, possibly if i had emailed uh, tomorrow okay um so it's just a different medium for this one day. So that's what we're going to try. So I want to talk about is creationist cancel culture. All right, creationist cancel culture. Um, you guys certainly are familiar with the term cancel culture, right? This is one of those terms that is permeating our society. It's, uh, you know, cancellation. It's this idea that if you are somebody who disagrees with the uh, public mainstream narrative, then you are cast out, you are castigated, you are put out to the side, you are somebody whose opinion is no longer longer relevant, you are not treated with respect, and you are usually not given the time of day. And this is a pretty sad kind of thing that we see. It's a theme that we see all the time in our society, and um, it's really pitiful, I think. And 
you know, what I think is even more pitiful is when we see this kind of thing inside of the church. Now, I have long been a proponent of young age creationism. And from the very beginnings of this podcast, I have long been a proponent for what I call uh, the new creationism. And um, essentially, these are um, researchers and uh, individuals who promote a, a brand of creationism that is generous to those who disagree that is firm on what they believe, and that focuses on um, a model-building approach. In other words, finding out answers to the questions instead of just talking down about those who are wrong all the time. And so that has always been my preference, and that has made some people upset with me. That has made others... um, really like uh, engaging and interacting with the content that I have done over the last few years. And so I realize that there are going to be people even listening right now, you listening right now, you're going to probably land on um, on one side or the other there. There are people who I, um, who I follow in my study of creationism that are people that are not very well liked among mainstream creationists. And I understand that. Um, I get that. For the most part, I understand some of the reasons why and uh, I just that's where I choose to plant my stake in the ground and um and then there are other teachers that I follow who I uh, adamantly disagree with on the issue of creation, but there are aspects of their teaching that is uh, maybe sound theologically, and um, the, the principle is we shouldn't throw the baby out with the bathwater kind of thing. And so uh, what brought this up recently is I was reading a book. Um, I'm not going to say the name of the book. I'm not going to say where I got it. I'm not even going to say who wrote it, okay? But uh, it's uh, I will say it was written by a uh, popular creationist. Okay, and uh, uh, a a very prolific creationist writer, and um, he was talking about different ways that uh, folks try to um, manipulate uh, Genesis um, in order to fit uh, evolutionary time in, and and I totally get, I totally uh, realize that people do this. Okay, um, but uh, the way that it was worded, uh, it was it was it was against uh, John Walton and his cosmic temple view of uh, Genesis one, and. Um, if you had just read the bullet point that, that I uh, was reading, it basically said John Walton invented this uh, view of Genesis 1 in order to fit evolution into the Bible. And if you know anything about the view, if you know anything about Hebrew scholarship, if you know anything about John Walton, if you know anything about the people who associate with John Walton, there is no basis for that claim. There is just none. There's no basis for the claim that this cosmic temple view of Genesis 1 is something that was created in order to deny a literal young earth creationist interpretation. Now listen to me. I don't agree with John Walton. I do think aspects of his view are true. And if you understand the the theology be, uh, behind cosmic temple imagery and things like that, you will see elements of that theme in there, most certainly. I do think it presses the text too far to say that that means that the days of creation were not literal, okay? And I do realize that that is the route that, that John Walton goes. But to say that he does that just so that for the express purpose, that he invented this, for the express purpose of fitting evolution into the Bible is wrong. Um, And that is this creationist cancel culture. If you disagree with the narrative, you are somebody who has invented a narrative, right, to go against that. And that is, um, I think it's an unbiblical attitude. I think it's a a bad attitude. I think it's just false. I think it doesn't uh, appreciate that somebody might have a motive beyond what you um, are ascribing to them. So what I want to do then um, 
and this happens in other areas of theology too. It, you know, it just happens that creationism is is the area that I'm interested in, um, or at least one of the areas that I'm, I'm uh, most interested in. So I figured we would address it here. Okay. So what I want to do is real quick give you three checks. These are three questions you can ask yourself. Okay. When you start to um, criticize or lambast others um, for views that you disagree with, okay, maybe just slow down, uh, think about it for a minute, and ask yourself these questions. And again, these are not perfect. These are not questions that are inspired uh, by the mind of God or anything. You know, I'm just, uh, I think they might be helpful. These are things that I tend to ask myself when I come across something that I disagree with. So I think they may be useful for you. First is, am I willing to admit I could be wrong? In other words, um, this is a pride issue, right? And this is not necessarily a biblical studies or theology issue, right? This is, this is merely from the aspect of pride. From a pride standpoint, Am I willing to admit I could be wrong? Is it is it possible that I've misunderstood? Is it possible that I don't know everything? Is that possible? The second question is this. Have I done enough research to stand by my opinion? Okay, I have a strong opinion in this particular thing. Have I done enough research? If somebody asked me questions about it, pointed questions that challenged my view, would I be able to actually answer them in a satisfactory way? Okay, so that's the second question. Have I done enough research to stand by my opinion? The third and final question is this. Is my judgment of their motive a reflection on mine? I'm going to ask that again. Um, This is the question. Is my judgment of their motive a reflection on mine? This is something my pastor often says. He says a lot of times when, when, when you see, and he's been pastoring for, for, uh, for a while, and he's just seen this in different contexts, okay? So it's like um, when you see someone looking at someone else and what they're doing and ascribing bad motive to them, he says oftentimes that tends to be a reflection on the person who's doing the judgment. That's what their motive would be if they had that talent, if they had that ability, if they were doing it that way. Right, the context he, he mentions it in sometimes as being a good singer. You know, believe it or not, Christians are are weird about this kind of thing. And it's like if you're a good singer, um, then uh, you know, then you're just showing off, and your motives are wrong. You're just doing it for show. And he's like, no, oftentimes that reveals the heart of the person. That's what they would be doing it. That's why they would be doing it. So just ask yourself that: Is my judgment of their motive a reflection on mine? All right, those are the three checks. I want to give you today, creationist cancel culture, beware of it, okay? Not everybody you disagree with is uh, it has bad motives. Not everybody you disagree with is just trying to invent new ways to circumvent the belief that you hold. Sometimes they are, uh, but not all the time, and we need to be careful. Um, frankly, uh, to put it in a, in a way that I probably shouldn't be putting it, but I'm going to anyway, check yourself before you wreck yourself, right? Check yourself before you wreck yourself. Let's make sure that we're not ascribing to other people motives that we would have ourselves. Make sure that our motives are right uh, with the Lord and that we're right with the Lord in everything that we do. All right, God bless. Thanks for listening. Maybe this works. Maybe I'll be back in the same way next week. Uh, maybe not. I'm not sure. Um, but uh, I, uh, I, I, Anyway, I appreciate this chance to get behind the microphone again. I love you. God bless you. And I can't wait to talk to you uh, tomorrow in the email, stevesharam.com slash defend. Join me over there if you have not already.